Hello, this is Zach Martin, editor for Giant IT Magazine. The revised draft of FIPS Tool 201-2 has been released with numerous changes. Additional contactless functionality, new biometrics, and mobile abilities have all been included. Today we're speaking with Neville Pattinson from Jamalto about the changes and his concerns about the draft. Hi, right, Zach, and uh, thank you for uh, letting me uh, give you some opinions this morning. Always a pleasure. Um, I think certainly the uh, new draft of FIPS 201-2 is, is long overdue. It's glad to see it, uh, it now in our hands and for us to now be able to comment on. There are a lot of um, new, I think, uh, overdue features that are now being added into this uh, specification. Obviously, the first one was, was released in 2004, and I think we're definitely due for a serious update um, on features that have been um, certainly requested and thought about by the, the implementing federal agencies. So this uh, new draft encompasses several good um, items, I think, for us to, to move forward into the next, you know, uh, five, ten years, whatever the, the revision will um, uh, timeline will be. But the, the main key issues I see is the inclusion of biometric technology. Um, this is a very significant change to previous version. Um, it's going to allow for uh, on-card matching of fingerprints. <clears throat> it's going to allow for off-card matching of fingerprints potentially off-card matching of iris, um, the facial photo now included um, should be readable by simple applications to verify the individual presenting the card. So there's a lot of good, um, I think, uh, extra authentication features that have been missing to date. It's just been really a pin-based approach, so now there's some options to allow new forms of authentication to be used rather than just the basic PIN technology. Um, I think most significant in terms of other features in, from what I can see is the introduction of a virtual contact interface over a secure contactless uh, messaging session. And I think that has been something that we've been missing greatly. Um, we've had very limited use of cryptographic services over the contactless interface, and that's been a, um, a limiting factor for implementation of these high-level services. Um, to date, they've only been allowed through the contact side, and that has <clears throat> certainly limited the uh, contactless uh, industry to really embrace these type of technologies. It's also, I think, preparing us for um, the future when we have mobile devices, which are going to have contactless capability through NFC, et cetera, uh, to now perform um, these rich set of services in a secure manner through the, the radio interface, which is, um, I think, one of the most significant changes I see here. And that's really going to allow um, a lot more confidence in the ability of the card to now be used in the contactless mode rather than just in the contact mode for those services. Going on the contactless portion, does this basically make everything that was just about everything that was available on the contact portion of the chip available on the contactless interface? That is correct. There are a few limitations to do with card authentication, and that's fine. That needs to be done to set up the secure channel. But once you have an established virtual contact interface, which is what the terminology is using, it allows you to perform cryptographic services such as digital signature and so forth. 
There are some um, other minor changes that go through, um, introducing some tactile features um, on the card to allow for uh, disabled folks who maybe have a part of sight to be able to feel um, the orientation of the card, that kind of thing. So I think there's some valuable additions. Um, they're not by any means mandatory, but certainly that gives the option to consider um, notching the card or making some form of ridging or um, feature that can be felt so the orientation of the card can be understood when it's inserted into a reader. The, you know, the, the, the other features are, are fairly small um, in terms of uh, new feature sets. I've talked about the larger ones. I think the main um, message from this point is that you know, this is a major revision in terms of functionality um, and we need to worry about the installed infrastructure that's been there for now some years and is still being deployed. Um, as we now move to a new generation of specification, we have a, a probably the, the challenge that's not mentioned here um, in too great a depth is the interoperability of this new generation of, uh, of card with you know an updated new generation of infrastructure. There are also some other um, specifications that are um, subordinate to FIPS uh, 201-2 draft. There are SP800 series of documents. Um, they need to be updated in concert with this. Um, this sets the, the policy, et cetera, and the detail is really defined in those SP800s. And it's very important that we have all of those in line um, when it comes to implementing new generations of card and infrastructure equipment. I think there's also a necessary revision in the GSA products list and how products are going to get onto that and how combinations of products can be validated uh, before they impact the field. So there's quite a, quite a bit of learning that's been done over the last few years as far as what has worked, what has not worked and how we can improve what we're doing in moving forward to make this more reliable. Adding the facial image to the card, um, you know, I know, like you said, 2004 was the first draft, and there was always talk about constraints on the memory of the chip. Now that you're adding, you know, fingerprint templates, maybe a couple of different types of fingerprint templates, an iris template, and the facial image, do you, do you foresee any issues with uh, space constraints on the actual card? Um, well, all of the um, biometrics have um, either a template format, so the facial is probably the one that is full image. Um, right. The fingers and iris can be templates, so they can be reduced down to fairly small sizes. Um, a typical fingerprint is you know, 512 bytes. Um, an iris can be you know, pretty small, one or two kilobytes, potentially, um, depending on the, the, the way it's done. They need to be digitally signed as well to prove that they are good templates. The facial image, uh, in, in terms of the definition and bits um, and pixels, is going to require quite a bit of storage. Um, the generations of PIV cards that are in the market today, um, there's really two generations, I think, which is somewhere around 64 kilobytes of memory, and then another one of 128 kilobytes of memory. I think we'll certainly see challenges for anybody to implement this FIPS 201-2 draft on a, anything less than 128 kilobyte device now. 
Any thoughts on the uh, the idea of the derived credential? Like the mobile piece was probably, for a lot of people in government, was probably the biggest piece that was missing from the first draft of FIPS 201-2. You know, and now they're suggesting the derived credential. You know, any thoughts on, on the addition of that and how that's gonna gonna work? So as long as we've got trusted hardware, um, then der derived credentials can exist uh, and be uh, maintained and the integrity and protected. Uh, it is a it is a growing need. Um, individuals clearly are um, using a lot more of the standard smartphone technology today uh, for their personal use. And I think it's important to embrace that platform um, for digital credential storage and then the utilization of that within the handset itself for the applications um, maintained on that handset. So treating a mobile device as if it was a, as a, a PC, you know, it's got um, email, uh, therefore it should be able to do the secure email services um, it has a browser, so therefore it should be able to do the secure web apps um, to remote government resources, um, et cetera. So those credentials need to be put on the uh, mobile in such a way that they're trusted, can be maintained, can be revoked, et cetera, during the course of the use of that device. In, in terms of future, um, there's no reason why uh, a handset which has NFC capability can talk directly to a PIV card and use the credentials that are maintained in the PIV card uh, traditionally. So there are options coming forward that will allow either the uh, coupling of the PIV credential to the mobile or the um, embedding of that uh, derived credential into the mobile. Anything missing from the draft that you would have liked to have seen? The thing that's missing here is a plan in order to ensure that there's a, um, a seamless and validated way of bringing this significant change at the top level at FIPS 201, having that ripple down into the SP800s, having that all you know, set in concrete, so to speak, so that everybody can now implement the next generation of, of cards and infrastructure, and then uh, organizations will be able to pick and mix their parts and uh, create workable solutions. That, that, I think, is missing here, but it, it hopefully will be, be, be covered through the GSA APL um, uh, discussions that are being uh, considered for updating that process for Neville, anything else about the draft? Anything else of, that you think might be of interest to um, our listeners? Uh, the timing um, is going to be interesting. Obviously, this is a draft today, um, and it's got uh, the intention of it being commented on and then finally being published, and, and we welcome that that timeline. The the implementation is uh, is defined in here as one year from publication that we should be implementing. So. That will be a challenge from a perspective of uh, the industry responding to these needs. If we remember, the, the, the first FIPS uh, 201 was published in 2004, and we started to see product um, really being deployed in 2006. So a couple of years in terms of uh, significant deployment. So even though this has got a one-year implementation timeline, um, let, let's see how that really turns out. This is a significant set of changes, and, and good changes for that matter.